What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I wanted to just throw this in in the beginning. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That really helps our numbers. Check out the merch store at brennantcomedy.com slash merch store to get your ex-drinking buddy merch. And if you really want to, subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash brennantassif. That really helps me out. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. Grab me a beer and grab him a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he didn't sober up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I am your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the program, quick rundown of the show. It used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do. Hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble, and then reminisce about those crazy stories. I am sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do. Hang out with someone and reminisce about the crazy old days. Most weeks I'll be joined by a guest. This week is no exception. The return of the Hell Yeah Comedy Boy himself, Mr. Cody Lewis. It's good to be back. You're back, baby. Yeah. First time we did this was in an apartment when I had just moved here. And now look at us now. You're, you moved up. Also, that was the first time I've ever done a podcast. Yeah, that was your first podcast. We talked yeah. about that. And now I've done four. You've so done four? Good. Which yeah. ones? Fucking spell them out for me. Better not be on the apps because I've been trying to get on that oh, one I for did, months. Yeah, I did on the apps. I know yeah. you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I actually was part of one and we had like, I was like an addition to the podcast and I had like five episodes and then that one ended. So what was that? That was Master Daters with Chris Kimback and El Orlando. So why did you stop doing it? We just we, we like kind of took a break and then just things just never, never happened. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. None of us are dating, so what are we doing? <laughs> we'll plug everything up front. You have the uh, the the show, the Hell Yeah show, and then uh, your social media. Let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah. So uh, I run a show called Hell Yeah Comedy. Last time was Mike, so we've like moved up in the world. Yeah. Um. So we do that right now. We're doing that like once a month. Okay. Uh, it's usually in Chelsea, but like tonight we have one in. Uh, Lower East Side. With, you still doing it at Citizens? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And tonight we have one with Joe Glatt, you know, Tori Cole. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so we Friend got- of the show. She's been on twice. Oh, shit. She's been on twice before I went on twice? Yeah. That's fine. And uh, she's also sober. I got I got stories that happened last night. What she got for you? <laughs> you know what I mean? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I can't. She, I'm joking. Shots fired, Tori, Tori Cole. Tori knows I love her. Uh Whatever, I can't remember what I was talking about. But then uh, Instagram, Cody Lewis Comedy. You know, I post every once in a while. And uh, that's about it. That's what I got going. Beautiful. Well, I want to use, God, you got the whole fucking LA Cholo vibe going on today. Yeah. You're from California? Yeah, San Luis Obispo. Did we not talk about this last time? I'm not, I don't remember. Because you came in with the LA hat and I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm from California. Yeah, but we're, I'm like four hours north of LA. But, uh, I always like you got to button the top button. That's like, I well, I do, and then some people like don't do that, and then I do the accent, and they get mad. Do the accent? Am I allowed to do the accent? You can do whatever you want. You're like uh, I'm out here in uh, New York City, and uh, <laughs> yo, that's so racist. I fucking <laughs> can you erase that? This is a whole different side of you, Cody Lewis. Yeah, I, I know you it. was like the timid boy staring out of your people for like the girl you used to date, and now yeah. now you're like, hey man. And now I'm now I'm just full blown. Fuck racist. off, yeah. dude. <laughs> 
love it. I fucking love it, man. Yeah, here I am. And you got fucking showing the tattoos. We've got a new Cody Lewis on, ladies and gentlemen. He's a far cry yeah, from where he was. I'm horny too, so what's up? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> is anyone else horny? No. Okay. <laughs> so let's get... <laughs> what? Oh, good time. So the last time we were talking to you... Last time you were on, hell yeah, was uh, you guys were doing mics at Seller Seventy Seven. Yes. you had just kind of started rolling with the so a citizen show, uh, the shows at Citizens. I think it was at Citizens of Soho, but you kind of. It's a chain. Yeah. They've got a few in the city, and then you kind of bounce around. Who know, you know the owner? Yeah, I used to work there. Which is so years. ironic because he's Australian. Yeah. So you would think it would be your cohort, Julian. Oh, I, right, right. Because yeah. he's Australian. Yeah, that makes sense. I yeah. have never even thought about that. Yeah. Well, I just so remember the first time I went in there, I heard his accent, and I go, oh, he obviously knows Julian. Right, right. And you go, oh, no, he knows me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I worked there, like, way too long doing, like, latte well, art and shit. Yeah, now <clears throat> they use you. They let you use their space. Yeah, which is dope. Because it, it's a cafe during the day, and then they close down. So, no, this show's just... It's just us, just, yeah. Just There's no ambush audience. comedy, which is awesome. It's like exactly. an actual show, right? And so, um, the last time we talked, you, you obviously that has moved into like a full blown like monthly show, like a showcase show that you do now. Yeah. What else do you have going on as far as like a, a comedy? You're over at Broadway, yeah. Yeah. So I'm at Broadway quite a bit. Uh, I host there a lot. Yeah. And I, I'm still there Saturday nights. I intern as they call it i see people and i get spots on the show okay yeah professional comedian over here <laughs> so but uh so i do that and then i'm at greenwich sometimes and then just when people give me spots yeah in the city that's fucking awesome man sometimes. you're doing it yeah you're playing the game did yeah. uh billy tell you we ran into each other no he didn't tell you no way this was like the coolest story ever Let's hear it. At Joe List, front of the show, his uh, uh, special taping. He did taping. tell me that. Oh, God. I was going to say. You sat with him, right? Yeah, yeah, Okay. It was totally happenstance, though. So for those of you listening, go back. There's um, Billy Hockman and then uh, Julian uh, Barrani. How do you pronounce Brainy. Brainy. I always want to say Barrani. Brahaney. Brahaney. I actually, I could be wrong. I've heard him say it two different ways. You guys all do the Hell Yeah comedy together. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's how we met was at the mics, actually. And then I had you guys all on early in the show's incarnation back when we were doing it at the apartment. <clears throat> yes. And yeah, so I go to Jola's special. I completely forgot I bought it. I didn't forget I bought a ticket. I just forgot what the date was. And I was going to leave work and I checked my email and it was like, don't forget tonight. Like, you mm. know, an email from the seller. Yeah. And I go there and fucking who... Do they sit me right across from? But Billy fucking. Oh, that was by chance. You said it was by chance, totally an accident. That's why I was like so blown away by it. Oh, that yeah, that was I bought. I got those tickets, and then I couldn't go. Oh, so then Billy went by himself. So that oh, so it was supposed to be two of you. Yeah. Oh, that would have been. Oops. I also had two other tickets that I because I thought I would be like take a group, and then I couldn't even go. So whatever. Um, Who cares? Probably the coolest experience from that, not only was watching Joe do's special, but <clears throat> we sat at like a, a table like off to the back. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, so right behind us was – there's no green room at the cellar at Underground. So there's just like a, a standing table and that's where all like the, the little hors d'oeuvres and waters and stuff. That's where Joe is with his wife, Sarah. Right. And then fucking in comes Louie because him and Joe are friends. Right. And so oh, we're shit. like, we're literally like, un, like ugh, that close to like Louie and Joe and everybody. Uh, and I know Joe. So like I waved and he was like, Hey man, what's up? And I was like, that's, I could leave right now. Yeah. Like, that's all I wanted was sick. just the recognition. <laughs> Yo, do you know what's cool? When we, we, our last show at Citizens, the Hell Yeah show, uh, 
we had Joe wife Joe List's wife on Sarah. Yeah. How do you say her last name? Sarah, yeah. Sarah, fuck, you're supposed to save me on that one. Anyway, she was on our show, and then Mach- Joe rolled up, and we're like, do you want to do time? And so he did our show. I saw that. Yeah, you guys posted up. it. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's why, I mean, we talk about it all the time. That's why I love living in New York. It's, a, I got to watch Louie yell at someone. Go on, who do you yell at? Well, I, I'm not, we won't get into the specifics, but the show was supposed to start at 10. Right. And then like 10, 15 comes, show's not started. I was able to like order food, get the food, and eat the food, and the show still hadn't started. And me and Billy are looking at each other because obviously, you know, we're not at that level, but we're in comedy. Like we do enough comedy where we're like, they got to like start. Like people are getting anxious, like restless. Like they got to fucking start. And we're like looking at each other like, don't they have to start this? And so Louis is – this is Louis C.K., ladies and gentlemen, for those of you listening. Louis sitting like next to Sarah and Joe. And uh, at one point – this is like 30 minutes in. At one point, we're like just kind of staring at him because we're like, that's fucking Louis C.K. He looks at his watch. And then I see him go, me and Billy watch him go like, what the fuck? like to Joe. He's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what am I? And then we see him walk over to somebody who's like, I guess one of the producers. Mm. And I see him just going like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like banging on his watch and stuff. Literally within 10 seconds, the show started. Oh, shit. And I was like, that's fucking power, man. Right. He was just like, no, we're starting now. Okay. Yeah. We're going to start now. Dang, that sucks. For yeah. The guy who got yelled at. Well, it was just so cool to watch though. Cause you're like, ah. Yeah, and we're in it. Like we're right there. Right. I mean, we're not we're not there, but we're there. You, were you know, there. that counts. Yeah, you I mean, he's done there. your show. Like he's he's your guys's friend. Yeah, dude. You know, it's funny. Billy and I were talking to him, and then I think we like kind of overwhelmed this Joe List who we're talking to, and he looked ex- ready to get out of that conversation so fast. <laughs> like he was like freaked out, and then he saw another comic. He's like, "Up oh, there, he is. Got to go say hi." And he like. But like left us and we're just like, <laughs> like we we fanboyed a little too hard, I think. Well, you know my story about the Dan Soder incident. No, maybe. Yeah, you've heard it before, but and the listeners are probably sick of hearing it. But uh, <laughs> my very best friend in the whole world, been on the show a bunch, Marcus Crespo. When I first got back into comedy, I had no business featuring. I took like three years off and I was just getting sober and coming back. And he brought me out on the road with him to feature when I had no business doing that. And so he really saved my life, saved my career, the whole thing. How long did you do as a feature? I was featuring for him just until I moved to New York. Oh, I mean, how long of oh, your set? Like 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say seven. No, I, like, that's no, not no. a real feature spot. Actually, that's just an opener. Spot. No, I, like, I hear keep hearing features like different times, and I just like don't know. Oh no, a feature sets like twenty to twenty two. Okay, yeah, got it. I mean it, that's because the feature does twenty two, the host does seven, and then the headliner does an hour. So the show is an hour and a half. That makes sense. Yeah, um, I didn't know this. But but Marcus opened or hosted the show for Soder at the Orlando Improv. And Marcus calls me and he goes, dude, he goes, he's one of us, like super down to earth, loves wrestling. Because, you know, I grew up in Florida. We like pro wrestling. Like, and I'm super obsessed. You know this. I'm obsessed with comedy. Like, I'm very pretentious. Like, I treat it like an art form. I'm the worst kind of fucking person. And he was, and obviously Dan's not like that. But Marcus was like, he loves comedy as much as you love, like the actual stand up itself. He's like, he loves it like you do. He's like, you guys would get along great. He goes, I think you guys would really be good friends. Like, he's just like, like, he's like us, man. He's like us. And which is exciting when you see a comic at that level still be like fucking cool to hang. And I got so excited that I would literally go on the Stan's website and be like, when's Dan performing next? And then I show, this is like two months into living in New York. So I just got here and I show up to the stand and Soder walks in and goes straight for the bathroom. 
And I walk, stand outside the bathroom door. And as soon as he walks out, and I go, Dan! And he's like, whoa, whoa. And I go, my very best friend in the whole world, Marcus, just opened for you. He was he was hosting your show in Orlando. You know, when you were just in Orlando? And he's like, what? And I go, well, in Orlando, at the Orlando Improv, Marcus Crespo. And he goes, oh, yeah, I love Marcus. He, he was a great guy. And I go, yeah, he's like my best friend. And he said, like, I should come introduce myself to you. And he was like, okay. And just walked away. And I was like, oh, my God, what yeah, the fuck uh, is wrong with me? I got secondhand embarrassment just listening. <laughs> That's brutal. Well, now you know what it feels like with the Joe List situation. Yeah, no, but that's... And I always think I'm like, oh, celebrities, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to, like... Yeah. But then one time I was we're actually wearing a Citizens and a fucking soccer player came in on, like, the New York team, NYCFC, hell yeah. But uh, Oh, you're a big soccer fan. Yeah, yeah. But uh, out. MLS, who everyone's like, you just follow the MLS. And yeah, I do, because it's local. <laughs> anyway, and then I got, like, starstruck from this guy who, like, fucking barely anyone yeah and then i was like oh if i saw like a real celebrity i would fucking shit my pants well you think that but working at the steakhouse that i work at we we have celebrities that are regulars and you just kind of they're normal people like you yeah. just like obviously we get excited and we'll say like I, I always go like we have certain celebrities that come in and i will make it an effort to like go to their table whether i'm waiting on them or not how's everything going oh my god it's so good to see you so happy you're here um and we'll do that when they come in and we do that with a, a celebrity or not. We do that with our regulars. But right. there are certain people that come in that you don't realize how starstruck you'll get until you're looking uh, at them. Yeah, yeah. Like Charles Barkley came in. And I, I wait That's on celebrities all the time. No, Sir Charles Barkley. Yeah, basketball player. right. <laughs> but I'm a huge sports fan, especially I like uh, football is my number one, but basketball is my number two. And so Charles Barkley comes in and I go, is that fucking Chuck? Like, what is happening? Like, yeah. I freaked out. But then I've also waited on Channing Tatum and been like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, I hear he's, not- like, the nicest guy, Channing Tatum. He's super sweet. I, I do the bit on stage, but I invited him to a show. Yeah. Like a fucking idiot. Did he? He didn't come? No. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's bored that night. <laughs> I, as a server, you can get very good at steering the conversation. Um, so... I had mentioned, we were talking about like New York or something, just in like, you know, as I'm like serving them their food, I was like, oh, how do you guys like New York? And they go, oh, you know, we love it. We love living here. And, and I go, yeah, I just moved here. And cause you know, the, you know, the trigger questions yeah, to ask. Classic. Oh my God, you just moved here? What what brought you to New York? Oh, I do. I, I moved here for stand up. I'm, I'm a comic. And they go, comedy. We love comedy. And I was like, oh yeah, like you guys should totally come to a show. That seems natural, though. It's not like you like. Yeah, of course. It wasn't like you Dan Soddered that situation. (laughs) You handled it. I handled that one. Who's his wife? Is Zoe? Not his wife. His girlfriend at the time was Zoe Kravitz. So you saw her? Yeah, she was. They were on a date. Right. That's was she hot? (laughs) To say she's hot (laughs) is to say the sun is warm. Oh, but the the sun's hot though. So exactly. Okay. Yeah, I'm turned on right now. Let's let's get into it. Let's <laughs> Wait, stop. can I just say real quick? Yeah. Does this bother you that your face is next to your face? You... No, I've gotten. I kind of don't even notice it anymore. Oh, okay. But so, now that you've brought it up, it's going to bother me. Yeah. I, I want to like, get a new one, but it's just so much, so much of you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's what the audience. That's what they pay that's for on the Patreon, here, baby. Check out the OnlyFans. Just kidding. Um, I did the OnlyFans. No, I I didn't do it, but um. Uh, I uh, was subscribing to like some Instagram models and stuff. Love it. Love it. And uh, I didn't realize, but when you go to create an account, like you have to create like an account. So randomly, I'll just get people who follow, like will follow me on there. 
on OnlyFans, but uh, I don't I don't have any content, but they'll just follow me. Oh, because of this? Or I'm not sure it? because it's, I use it's Brennan T comedy like it is for everything else. Oh, on, so on I don't OnlyFans. I don't know if they just, you didn't try and hide your identity on that. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. Yo, do you know? Do I, you know what I talk about on the show? Right, that's true. But do you know what's funny is that. Uh, like I, there's Instagram girls where I'm like, I want to see their OnlyFans. Yeah. But people would just take their nudie stuff and just put it on Google. Do they really? Yeah. There's like a few of them. I was like, I need this. Yeah. OnlyFans. <laughs> and I Googled it and she's right there. Yeah. But <laughs> just a little fun fact for any perverts out there and fucking. Well, is it? <clears throat> I don't think we're the right people to have this discussion, but is it perverted now? Uh, no, I, I mean, it's such so. a, it's such a kind of a mainstay. It's just what people like for case in point, I had an experience where I discovered basically an only fans of someone I used to date and I was like freaked out about it. But then at the, at the same time, it's like, Oh no. I mean like, I guess everyone does it. Cause I talked right. about it with like other comics and I talked about it like on stage and people like, I didn't get the reaction I was hoping for. So I had to change some of the language to make it sound like worse than it was just to get the reaction right to make it funny but the true story like i would tell people and they go yeah i don't i'm confused about what the big deal is right was uh, she like fully nude yeah and i was just like but she's like naked on the internet and they go who cares everyone is naked and, yeah and i was like oh i guess this isn't a deal right i guess though i mean for i don't know i i, I personally i'm insecure so i would yeah be, me too i would feel weird about that but yeah, I don't know. It's also New York. I feel like yeah, that's the thing. It's like yeah, people here. in New York are just like yeah, who we're all naked on the internet. Yeah, right, right. Like, we all live on top of each other. We're all naked all the time. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you because you said you just you got some new stories. I ran into you at the stand one night, and you were like, "Dude, I've got some crazy new stories." I think I was just trying to get back on the pod. Well, you're here now, so let's okay. talk about uh, it. What I still drink heavily. So now, are you drinking um, on occasion? Or are you drinking every day? Like, what's no, going on? No, I always, I don't, like will not drink at all through the week. Yeah, and when I drink, I go hard. Because are you just doing? Are you doing comedy just now, full time? Or are you? Um... No, I I like run my family's Airbnbs in California. Okay, and then also work at a coffee shop. Oh, do you? Yeah. Wow, so you got a lot going on. Yeah. So you don't drink during the week, but now on weekends you're getting after it. Yeah, I mean, the last time you were here, you told a story about like passing out in the street, and I think that was the clip. Was the girl came down from her apartment and you were yeah, just like passed friend. out outside? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like covered in vomit. Yeah, <laughs> dude, she listened to that that podcast and she like apologized again four years. Really? Later. Yeah, she I was, was like, like, "I'm sorry." I left I'm you like, it's like it's funny now. I don't care. Whatever. But, uh, and then you also talked about faking paralyzed so the bouncers would leave you uh, would leave you alone. Do you remember telling that story? Oh yeah, of course. I actually today I I was like trying to I'm gonna try and make that a bit. Yeah, as a story. That's like, what you said on stage. Yeah, a year and a half ago. When I we never first came on the podcast. <laughs> I don't follow through on much. Okay, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you were like, I need to. Uh, we were talking about it because I told you the the story that I have that that I've turned into a bit about me faking paralyzed. Yeah, right. And then you were like, oh, I didn't even think to turn that into a bit. I should turn that into a bit. And you still haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't even thought about it till this morning when I, was come, I knew I was coming here. So I was like, I should try this as a bit. Oh, man. So but, what have you been up to lately as far as uh, getting in trouble? Uh, I got... Uh, We've my, got an hour to fill, so... I know. No, I got... I'm trying to think. I, my mom and I got tattoos. We got hammered in Baltimore. When was this? This was like in April. And... Uh, <laughs> 
So we, we This is your the same mother that thinks you're gay? Yeah, who who also came out to me as bisexual, by the way. Shout out to mom, scissoring out there doing her thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen. Dude, I also said my mom's bisexual on a uh, Is that a that's the new tattoo? No, this is like one I paid money for. The other one Take want? it off. Let's see it. Yeah. Speaking of OnlyFans, we're gonna clip this. You, <laughs> what um what drove you tell the story what uh, happened? so we so my mom was why were you in baltimore my mom was like out in virginia with her boyfriend and they were uh he had like some conference so she had the day off and so i was like i'll just meet you in baltimore because yeah, take the train yeah yeah so then we're drinking and we're like we should get a tattoo today. middle of the day yeah oh yeah so 2 p.m <laughs> and so we're like calling tattoo places we finally find someone find a uh, a place but the thing is we didn't know what to get so we're like trying Let's to see figure it, it out yeah the story behind exclusive patreon content cody lewis getting naked okay scoot up make sure you're in the shot (laughs) can they see that yeah yeah they can see it figure of a mom and her son Son shopping shopping. yeah dude that's that's actually really like poetic it's cute it's cute because we were like deciding what (laughs) it's cute we were deciding what to get and uh we're like, like when she was little, she, I would, she would always be like, oh, I'm going here, I'm going here, and I would always go When you her. were little. Yeah, yeah, when I was little, not when she was little. That would be weird. <laughs> we're just both little. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, I was going to get weird about that. <laughs> I love my mom. She also has fake tits. Shout out to... No, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Am I kidding? No, I'm joking. T- erase that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying... Can I say a joke I'm trying to do that I think Yeah, so funny. go ahead. So my mom got a boob job, and... She told me it was a lift. She's like, it's just a lift. Mm-hmm. And you're not even going to notice. And then I saw her for the first time with her lift. And I knew it wasn't a lift because the first thought out of my head was Bazunga Jambalaya. <laughs> which I think is the funniest joke of all time. And no audience has ever laughed at that joke. Yeah, it just doesn't play too well. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that was my brain thought. Bazunga Jambalaya is also Bazunga just Bazunga Jambalaya. <laughs> anyway. Let's t- that- so that's the first thing you thought when you saw your mom's new boobs? Bazunga Jambalaya. Yeah. Isn't that what? Isn't that something we all I think? I know that because that's going to be the title of the episode. Bazunga has a Z. Bazunga Jambalaya. Jambalaya. It was Bazunga that my comic friend, do you know Kellen Breen? No. He's uh, just one of my friends. I see him at Broadway. We're actually starting a podcast. Shout out. But uh, What's the name of it? Plug it. Outstanding this come out Individuals. For a couple weeks, so. Outstanding Individuals. Okay. Yeah. It should be sick. We uh, are two comics. That'll be super cool. You could do that for like a month and a half and then quit that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't quit it. What did I quit? My show? I didn't quit anything. But <laughs> Wait, what did I quit? <laughs> no, you didn't quit. Do people quit podcasts? Is that what you're saying? Oh, all the time. I figured. Oh, because I quit the other one. Yeah, That's what There that you go. It. He put it together. And you expect audiences to just be right on with the bazunga jambalaya, and it took you five I, minutes. I earned, like, I put at the end of my set so they trust me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You earned the trust? Yeah. And then they're like, bazunga jambalaya. Then you smashed it with a hammer. Yeah. I was looking at my mom tits. All right. See you guys later. I didn't look at them. They were so big. I, they were, I, it was also. They a, were in your line of sight. Yeah. They just, they walked in the room seven minutes before she did. Hey. hey. I didn't stop looking at the camera. Okay. I mean, is it hot in here? <laughs> just take that shirt back off. So my mom and I, <laughs> so we wanted to get a tattoo and we're like, oh, I, 
because I might want to five siblings, and my mom would anytime she was going out to do something, she she would everyone should be like, does anyone want to go? And I always went with her. Yeah, and it was like the grocery store. Your mom so was, I was cool, like, yeah. let's do this. And uh, comedy makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we got the tattoos, but this was also funny because we uh, we had to, I had to catch a train and we're like run out of time, and they have scooters all over Baltimore mm-hmm. that you can rent. So we got on those, and I'm like, oh, GPS takes us this way. So we go through, and it's like the full on like hood. Like fucking uh, Baltimore. Yeah, like the wire. Like it looked like we're yeah, going through. Be episode. more careful. Yeah, and we're going through, and people are literally yelling at us, like yelling at my mom, like "Look at that ass!" This is before yeah. the boobs. Otherwise, you know what they would have been. <laughs> the Bazaar Jambalaya. <laughs> yeah, this is all everyone's showing that. But uh, and my mom's like, the thing is, the middle of the day, so like, wasn't it? And we were drunk, so like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and you're drunk. Yeah, but my mom was like, afterwards, was like, I can't believe we fucking blah blah blah. That could have been so dangerous. I was like, whatever. Could have been. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was. But I feel like the daytime. Yeah, it is a little different. And also, it is weird how um, ways and just Google Maps and stuff, the GPS. This is a billion-dollar idea, actually, breaking news. But, like, they don't have, like, hey, steer clear of this area. Yeah, if you're or, like, white, hey, high – not even that, but just, like, high crime rate. Yeah. Like, that would be interesting if they – if Google Maps or something came out with a feature – like almost merged with citizen where you could see where high crime rates were, especially if you're doing walking directions or something, Right. because there are certain, like you said, like, especially in bigger cities, New York, Baltimore, Detroit, uh, LA, Chicago, there are areas where you just should not go at night. Yeah, for sure. That they, I wonder if someone's come up with something. That's how that's a it's, billion dollar idea. But it also could be like problematic in a way, maybe because they're like, Oh, yeah, I mean, then you get into the whole, like, statistics versus uh, stereotypes versus assumptions yeah, yeah. and that whole thing. But I'm just saying, because, like, for you to be in a city you have no idea about, and then people are catcalling your mom, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this could get out of hand. Right. And it, yeah, it's, it's probably not the smartest thing. I always get um, – I've heard stories people have told about getting mugged, and it's just, knock on wood, I have not gotten mugged yet. But I've discovered that New York and jail have the same social structure. As long as you look just crazy enough and you're pretty big, people just kind of leave you alone because right. they don't they don't want the hassle. So I'm fortunate being 6'1", 230 pounds. Right. Then why haven't I been picked but off? But that's what I was going to say. Like you've never you've not. I mean, you've been passed out fucking drunk on the subway. You've been passed out drunk in front of people's apartments, and right. you've never been robbed. No, I mean I've been here eight years, and there's only been like two moments when. I was like, it was like kind of felt seedy. And once, talk about it. Let's talk about once it. Once I was, because I lived in uh, in uh, Ridgewood and I was like 10 minutes from the train. So I'd take my Where skate. was that? Uh, Ridgewood? Well, yeah, where is that? Uh, right next to Bushwick. Okay. It's okay. like now it's like being gentrified. It's like yeah. a hip area. But uh, I was like skateboarding back to my house and there's some guys looking in cars. And I saw them like fucking stare. So I like just skated past yeah, them. Yeah, just mind like, your as business. As fast yeah. as I could. But then like a fucking idiot, I stood up like a few blocks and like was watching them and then like pulled out my phone to call the police. Are you sober or drunk at this time? I'm fucking sober as a dog. <laughs> and so then I'm like, and then they, it seems like a drunk move to be like, wait a second. Yeah. What are these guys doing? And then just stand there with my phone. I like, obviously this guy's doing something. So then the car fucking takes off, like turns around and comes. I thought, I think it was coming towards me. So I like took off down the street one, a one way and I get to my apartment, and like run up on the roof and I'm like looking for him. Yeah. And that's when I called the police. I'm like, these guys. So I don't, I don't know if they were coming towards me, but in that moment I f- was like fucking actual yeah. fear, real fear. Yeah. And then the other, this, well, this in my current neighborhood, which actually doesn't feel sketchy at all in Williamsburg, but I was coming home from my friends at like six in the morning 
Because I was banging. <laughs> yeah. You were? No, probably, no, it was just my buddy. We were just drunk. And uh, I was like looking down. We're going to get into your sexual exploits here soon. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I got nothing. I know. That's why I want to talk okay, about cool. it. Okay, <laughs> cool. I need help. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I was like, I look up and there's a man on the sidewalk like a few feet from me. This is 6 a.m.? Yeah. In Bushwick? Yeah. Okay. No, in Williamsburg. It's like five. Yeah. It was it was dark out. It, but in, uh, And I was like, okay. How I, long ago was this? This was like a year ago. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I can walk past him. And you're drunk and you're just kind of like. Uh, or I can just cross the street and I don't, no big deal. And so I was like, you know, so I cross the street. And then as I come on the other sidewalk, there's another guy standing like there. And I was like, this is fucking sketchy. There's two <laughs> men in the middle of the night just. And so I just <laughs> I just ran into the middle street and just took off running. Did That's, you really? Yeah, I just ran. There is something to say about um, people in New York. Uh, this whole idea of trying to be polite or like portray this like sense of like oh common decency goes out the window when push comes to shove you're right because i know eric walsh has this funny bit where he talks about sitting on a park bench and like if someone sits down next to him he feels like he has to sit there for five more minutes to not be rude it's hilarious but it's it's a very real thing i mean that whole idea especially as comics were neurotic and anxious but in New York, I've noticed, and I've gotten better at this, only being here for like a year and a half. But like, if someone's super fucking sketchy, or someone who just, you know, is just, you know, smells like really bad or yeah. anything like that, because that happens a lot on the subway. If they sit next to me now, I'll just like get up and walk to the other side of the train. Yeah, and see, I, like, I, I, I still I don't feel fucking care. The other day, I was on the train with Kellen, and the sketchy guy like told himself like sat by us. And we did that thing where we're like, do we get up? Because then we feel like he's going to say something because he yeah. knows. Well, and that's also another thing, too, is people will be like, you think you're fucking better than me? You, you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's, so it, there is a delicate balance. And I I think it's super interesting when – because it's New York. So there's like crazy people like me and then there's like regular families. Yeah. So if you're on the subway, like today, this morning, coming here – I'm on the subway. There's a dad with his daughter. He's obviously taking her to school. He's like, we just have to go two stops. And then in the back of the car, someone comes in just yelling to himself, just screaming. Right. And in my head, I want to be like, oh, you're the fucking, you're the coolest guy on the train, dude. Like you got your fucking cool jacket on and you're yelling like you don't give a fuck. Like, good for you, bro. You're the coolest guy here. But obviously that's what I thought. <laughs> right, but I didn't right. say that. But then he walks by the little girl and her dad. And those are the moments where I'm like, how is this interaction going right, to go? Right, right. Because it's like, what's the dad going to do? Yeah. Like, and the little girl's probably scared. And like the guy, like the guy, the crazy guy, is he like cognizant enough to be like, oh, I'm scaring this little girl? Or maybe that's what he wants to do. Right, right. And we see that all day, every day in New York. Yeah. And it fascinates the fuck out of me. And I always think the dad, I wonder if he, because I, sometimes I look on the train, I look around, I'm like, if this guy is going to f- do something, are are we going to be in this together yeah. or is everyone who's just, with me? Yeah. Which I don't know what will happen or I don't know if I, maybe I'll be the first to run off the train, but I do. Look, so I'm sure the dad's like looking around, like, is someone going to help me? If oh, if, if you would have caught eyes with me, I would have been like, right. yeah, I got you. Doug. Yeah, I got like, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll fuck this dude up. <laughs> um, let's talk about it because we, this was a, a, I know you talk about this a lot in your set and this was something we talked about last time you were on, but your, um, your dating life has been kind of, Fun, mine. Yeah, yours. I don't think I got anything. Did I say tell you a story? The no, no, no. It's just it's it's always interesting because you've been single now for a while, right? Ah, oh, so long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you getting at here? Okay, you think I'm gay? Is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm gay. What do you want? No, okay. 
<laughs> no, that no. So like, what's been going? So I'm recently single. The listeners oh, know. Yeah. Savannah and I broke up. Um, and the I've talked about it on here, but I got on the apps and stuff like that when we first broke up. And I used to fucking get so mad at you guys when you would talk about like, oh, the apps and this and that. I'm like, fucking, come on, guys. Like, let's think of something else. And then I got on the apps and I was like. No wonder they talk about right. this all the time. Like it, it was then relatable to me, and it made so much more sense. Uh, where I was like, "Oh, this makes I would fucking do twenty five minutes on the apps. Like this is insane. Right, right. There's so much on there. And you've been, you've obviously been single for a little while. Oh, not obviously, but you've been single for a I little while. All, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, so, like, what has been your experience? Because for me, like, I this little like just throwaway line where I'm like oh crazy people can download the apps too like there's no barrier to entry like right. anyone can download it and I've had some of those experiences like you start talking to someone and then you go on a date and you go oh you are a liar um, and you are a fucking deceiver and is that just like in physical appearance well both physical appearance and then just like something's off right because the first couple of dates I was going on they were the women were a little older and you go nice. oh this makes this makes sense now Oh, why they're saying why you're on an app? Uh, I mean, that's judgmental, but like Like, late thirties. Okay, Um, so not like nothing like you mean the prime age. Yeah, that's apparently what I hear. So, what's been going on with you? How have you been? How's your luck been with the uh, the apps, dude? This I I feel like this is I this is an intervention. Well, I'm always I'm on the apps, but I'm never proactive. Okay, I've I've only to be honest met up with one girl one time on the apps. Oh, really? Yeah, I hate I hate. I just hate them. Yeah. And I never put the time in. And then time, when I do decide, I'm like, oh, this girl, then something, she doesn't respond or yeah. like something. I, so where have you been meeting people? Like just in real life? Yeah, but I don't really meet, I don't really meet people. Actually, the other night I was fucking hammered. Yeah, let's get into it. Where yeah. were you at? Tell the story. So it was St. Patty's Day. Me and my friend, El Orlando, you know, shout out. We went out drinking. Huge comic, El Orlando. Yeah, El Orlando. She blew up. Have you had her on here? No, I tried to get her when I first moved here. I talked to her about it a couple times, and then she just now she does, she like yeah, I haven't. She could get her. Well, I, I haven't been proactive. I'm you know there's no disparagement okay, I, or disrespect. I just haven't been proactive about it, and then because uh, it's one of those things where L I've run into at your guys' show a few times, right? And we got to talking, but it's very much like you know like. Yeah, I just moved here. I do comedy. Oh, cool. Like, yeah, obviously I'm a comic too. And it's just kind of like, oh, okay. Right. Like, especially with, and I, Tori and I had this conversation because, you know, Tori's young and attractive and is oh, single. Yeah. And so Tori and I match on the apps. Did she tell you <laughs> yeah, that? She told me. She did, yeah. <laughs> on the podcast? <laughs> I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but she did tell me that story. <laughs> but like, it's one of those things where I don't want to come off as like a weird predator guy. So like, I just am kind of like, especially when it's like, you know, I'm just kind of like, all right cool like yeah, yeah. Hand, like hands up walk away like i'm not trying to do anything creepy or weird like just wanted to say hi right so i always feel like dming especially female comics is kind of seen as like maybe that's one step too far unless yeah. i know them well like tori i now know well so I'll, i don't care or sb the same way but when it's a comic i've only met like once or twice i'm not about to be like yeah I get sliding that. in their dms i do feel like having the studio though it does help. Less, That's the right? only reason Tori did the show the first time. I invited. I first moved here, uh, met her at the very first open mic I did at Broadway. Um, her and uh, Jimmy HVD and uh, asked her to come on the podcast, and she was like, "Yeah." And then we could just never link up. And I was like texting with her and stuff, and we just never linked up. And then when she finally came on, when I was in the studio, she goes, 
oh no, I wasn't going to come to your apartment. You're a fucking big dude from Florida. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, yeah, you said you lived with your girlfriend, but I don't fucking know. Right, right. And so, yeah, the studio definitely helps. Yeah. Especially in that situation. But tell us more about St. Patty's Day. And oh, I want to get, so we're, and then we have time. I want to get into the story about you and Tori matching. Okay. No, we we're just drunk. And uh, so I've been Instagram. When did you start drinking on St. Patty's Day? When? Yeah. Oh, it was it, it was like we 7 p.m. Oh, okay. So it was so like an all-day thing. Yeah, it's not like you woke up on Friday and we're like, all right, let's get hammered. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I didn't even want to drink. And she's like, let's drink. And then anytime someone wants to drink, I'm You're like, like, all right. So then- Are you at a bar at the apartment? What's going on? Yeah, we're at, we're at the Wayland in the East okay. Village, classic right. bar. And then- <laughs> This uh, is what we call story building. Yeah. <laughs> there was some, there was laughter and cheers in the corner, music playing- there you go. I'm a narrator now. <laughs> now you're getting uh, And then, no, so this girl I've been Instagramming, messaging a little bit. How did, now, how does that happen? Because I have yet to experience that. Instagram messaging? Yeah, like, Yo, does if, she message you? Do you message her? Does she see one of your reels and go, oh, this is funny? Like, usually it's talk like, me through it. there's like... Talk me through it. <laughs> Yo, I'm the wrong guy to ask. But usually it's like, a good, big, a good move is their story. They post it on a story and you comment on that. Okay. And then, then there's like a back and forth. Can I tell you something? Yes. Uh, when uh, Savannah and I were still dating, because you know I'm friends with everyone. I was raised by women, so I'm more comfortable around women. But like I'm friends with a lot of people. Like I comment on your guys' shit all the time. Like right. fire emoji or like fuck yeah. And I had a, a a woman tell me, yeah, when you do that, it seems like you're like making a move. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm just like excited. Like yeah, fuck yeah, you got right, shit right. going on. Like I'm I'm cheering for you. Like I'm pulling. Like comics have to stick together. Like I'm excited when other comics have stuff going on. And then this this woman turns to me. And she goes, No, it looks like you're trying to fuck. And I was like, No. Right. So you're telling me that's the case. That's I true. I think. I mean, but this, you're always gonna hear different things from different people. But yeah. And I, I just don't like I have a lot of success with this, but I think if the DM, when uh, girls I've met through Instagram, which is like maybe two or three, it was it like starts with a story. Yeah, I comment on it. There's the back and forth. You're like, hey, what's up? Yeah, and apparently, El was telling me the other day that a lot of people are now that's how they're meeting is through Instagram DMs. Okay, like that's that. I mean, now. that makes sense. Yeah. And that it, like you can actually see how they are instead of like this curated version yeah. of them on Hinge. Yeah, because then also you, you show weird. up to the date on Hinge and you're like, "That's you right. lied." Yeah, that's what I worry. What girls meet me? Me, me they're like you lied. You're actually gay. What the fuck? I, you hid that from me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> shout out to all the men out there. I'm gonna fuck. Uh, Pazunga Jambalayas, baby. <laughs> yeah, how could I be gay when I love my mom's breasts? This yeah, much right. It sucks when when you don't laugh, and then I just like I just creep. But um, <laughs> anyway, I don't remember what I was saying. I, anyway, this girl I've been messaging DMs, a little yeah, bit. you were DMing. So I was like, hey, you and Elle are out at the Wayland. Yeah, you're she, DMing this girl, and you're like, what are you doing for St. Patty's Day? Yeah, she was Elle was going home, so I'm like, I still want to stay out. It was like tw it was like midnight, so it was it's kind of late. And the girl's like, oh, I'm here. I'll meet you there. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I get there, and I'm fucking annihilated, and she's not. And she's like, you're drunk. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, and she's you're like, you're, not? you're so drunk. And I was like, yeah. She's like, this is too weird, and I'm going to go. And then she left, and then hasn't responded. So oh, no. Yeah. And Because now like, you look like the guy with the problem. Yeah, and especially because the other time I've like met her in real life, I was the highest I've ever been. I was, do you know Max Fine? Of course. Little Max Which Fine. one? Young one. Yeah. So I was- Both of them are friends of the show, but yeah. Yeah, great They've guys. They've both been on. Both great guys. But young Max Fine gave me this joint. Dude, I don't think Max Fine's going to like you calling the other Max Fine young Max Fine. <laughs> I mean, young, younger. Little. Little Max Fine. Yeah, I think that's little, what we that, call him. No, that's what you said. That made sense. Right. Uh, Even though he's much taller. 
Right. Is he? Yeah, he is. Anyway, I was the highest I've ever been. Ever. I like and I wanted to leave the bar. But why were you high in the bar? Well, because it was it was actually other Max Fine's birthday party. Okay. And I was so high and I my phone died and I wanted to leave. And L I was like, L, can we leave? Like I'm Are you always with L? We're yeah, she's one of my best friends. So I'm with her a lot. And uh she's like, No, I want to stay. But I was so high, I was like afraid to leave by myself. Which is so dumb, but I was just so high. And then, so that's the other time I met this girl who shall not be named. But uh, you don't want to so dox no, no, but so she just knows. Is she me pretty? So, yeah. She fun? Great. Yeah. Well, she's listening. I'm like, yeah. Sorry for the mistake. Well, no, you, horny as hell. No. Well, say it into the camera. Say <laughs> no. sorry into the camera, and we'll clip. I'm that. so sorry for what me being a hammered boy. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm a we'll drunk. clip that so you can send it to her. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Oh God! I shouldn't have talked about this. This is what happens on a podcast. I'm like I don't know what to say. Especially so mine. Like, I am such a good host. I just get it out. Yeah, man. you pulled it out. Um, so you didn't. Ew. But that's. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. I don't even know if she what. My intentions were not. I just wanted. I just want to hang Companionship, out. Companionship. Yeah. I was just like, oh, let's just hang out. But I don't know if she thought because I showed up hammered that she's like, oh, you just were looking to like bang. Booty or call, I don't yeah. really know. Can I be honest with you? That's something that I'm having a real hard time with. Um, in the dating scene, cause I've only been single for a short while and there, there are people that like I've hung out with a few times and like gone on dates with and we're like dating and we're seeing each other. And it's one of those things where sometimes I just want to hang out and like watch the Mandalorian or watch Ted Lasso or something. Mm. And then there's times where they're just like, like. Are we gonna like, what's going on? And oh, they like, like, they want an activity. Yeah. That, if you, you know what I mean. An activity. Make love. Yeah. Yes. But it's just... All 20 seconds. (laughs) It's just... I mean, I went on three or four dates where the woman would say... Like, I went on... I think it was three second dates. And on all three, they were like, when do you, like, make a move? Like, when do you, like, kiss? Oh. And I... For so many reasons, I don't. I'm not aggressive when it comes to move making. Yeah. Once the barrier is broken, I'm a lot better. Like once, once I finally decide, it's are open. If you know. What I mean. Yeah. But before Semen. that, okay, <laughs> I'll stop. You're never gonna have me on again. <laughs> no, of course I will, man. I love having you on. But before that, like before the f- initial first kiss, I'm fucking. I might as well be your gay best friend. Like I'm not. Right. And that's something I don't even do consciously. I just being raised in the environment I was raised in. I, you know, I just don't do that like Wait, but I, it's also doing you think a sober thing yeah so i'm sure yeah times harder um yeah it does make it harder but even when i would drink like i remember in college like some of the other and this is not going to speak great for the football program but <laughs> or for football players in general but some of the other football players would be like dude that girl likes you like make a move and i go well i'm not sure like i don't know i'm not getting that read and they go well, fucking you're a football player just fucking make the move Trust me, she likes you. And I'm right. like, yeah, I don't think that's how that works. But uh, <laughs> so I've just never been like a make a move guy because I always want it to be like the movies where you're walking and then she stops and turns and looks at you it's and then you stop. Raining. Yeah. And then like yeah. you lock eyes yeah. and then you go in for the kiss. But that's not ever how it works. No. They want you to like, like as you're walking down the street, just be like, oh, yeah. And it's like, that's awkward and weird. And like, I don't like that. And so it's just. <laughs> To your point, this is a long-winded way to get to your point, though. But sometimes I just, I don't want to bang. Like I just want someone to hang out with, right? And it's nice to have someone of someone that you would be 
you know, romantically attracted to to hang out with rather than just your boys because then you can be, you know, softer. Talk about certain things that you wouldn't talk about with right, right. Billy and Julian. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, our feelings. Yeah, that's a big thing. So you've ruined it with this one girl. Yeah. Obviously. Um, super high and super drunk, back to back. Yeah, not good. I But I'm like a nice drunk. I'm a happy drunk. Yeah, you're, drunk. Sweet, you're a sweet but boy. But I was like, dude, I was also, the other day I hosted a show I had to host a show in the evening, and, and I was going to see a band in like midday, like at, at one. And what uh, day is this on? Like a Saturday? It's on a Sunday. Okay. And so I meet my buddy there, and then we start drinking, and I'm like, "But I got to host at nine thirty, and we're like, "Well, let's just fucking drink till then." And so, oh, so you weren't even like, "Oh, we'll drink from like one to four. Well, that initially that was my plan, okay. and that was. But that's the thing. What I do is, I like, once I start drinking, I. I go. That's why I stop myself from drinking a lot of time because otherwise I just keep going. Yeah. But by the time I we have a word for that, you know. Yeah, I know. I don't want to say it. <laughs> but uh, but uh, oh, so then I drank until nine thirty when I hosted, and I got up there. Where was this at? Broadway. An Un- unnamed club. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's why it was at a club. So I'm like, I I need I can't do this. I need to be professional. Yeah. Like, host this well, and actually killed it hosting. Which Did I, you? Yeah. Did you admit you were drunk? No. Uh-huh. But that's but the thing is because I. I was only doing crowd work. Then when uh, I went to do bits, I could hear my voice slurring, but I couldn't control it. Yeah, yeah. So, but usually I've never been in that situation where I'm like conscious of the slur and I'm trying to control it and I can't do it. So then I just did crowd work and it ended up being fine. It was like the great crowd. Didn't good get night. in trouble. Yeah. But after the next day I was like, dude, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. Like that was so risky. stupid. Well, it's one thing too. <clears throat> and we were talking about this on the power of how my other podcast uh, with Matt Fulcheron and Daniel Torado, but, uh, <clears throat> it's one thing when uh, when you're at it. We were talking about comics at certain levels. So, like, it's really interesting because at our level, it's, you know, we have friends that are past at clubs, especially we have friends that are past at, you know, big clubs. And they'll still come to open mics because they're like, I can't try new shit at the big club because yeah, if I have one right. bad set, I'm out. Right. And then there's people who can just do whatever they want because they've earned that reputation and they've earned that respect. And it's the same thing, I think, with trying new bits as it is with, like, drinking or getting fucked up and then going on stage. There's certain comics who have earned the right to do that. Yeah. Because no one's going to tell them no because they have a draw. And even when they're fucked up, they're hilarious. Yeah. But then there are other comics where if they showed up drunk, you'd be like, the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. What are you doing? And, yeah, luckily it didn't go that way, but it easily could have. I could have oh, yeah. on the show and then they're like, well, it's because you're fucking hammered. Yeah. Like, how about you never do that again? Yeah. I mean, that happens in all walks of life. There – it's – it is interesting though because I've I've worked in restaurants for 20 years and it's very interesting because there are certain restaurants that I worked at where I was had ingratiated myself with them so if I showed up drunk they're kind of like yeah he's not too drunk like he's he's actually really good with his tables when he's drunk like right, you know right. you're having a good time I'm like so well you know it's no big deal and then there are other restaurants where I've worked at where I've showed up just like a little buzz and they're like you're fired and mm. you're like wait I thought like we work in a restaurant. Like this is fine. Yeah, we all do this. Yeah, everyone's drunk. <laughs> so I guess that also depends on the club too, because you could have some clubs where they don't care. And yeah, some clubs where they're like, "Hey, we're trying to run a fucking professional business here." Right, and I think I I have worked there long enough where they're probably like, well, "Just don't let it happen again." Situation, yeah. but I just still in this the fact that it, it eats away at you so much is still. Kinda, it, yeah. I mean, that's it's good. A while ago that too, means you, that yeah, that means you have the respect for what you're doing. Right. How many times have you shown up drunk on stage? Not at 
just in general. Oh, like, that was, and that was another. That was I've done a few mics like a little. Yeah, buzz, that's what I was gonna say. That was the first time I've done like a show show in front of real people drunk. Oh, really? And it was like not. It was hammered, like slurring. <laughs> so that's why. That's also why I'm upset because it wasn't like I'd practiced being a drunk comic. Yeah, all. and it's not like you had like one or two beers. Like you had been drinking all day. Yeah, eight hours, dude. <laughs> God, that's so long. <laughs> I know. White I, claws, though. So. Oh yeah. There's no laws you with can white drink claws, those, right? Yeah. Is yeah. that what people say? Uh, I, there's a comic who has that's one of his tags. So uh, there's a guy who does comedy where that's one of his tags. Right. Does. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, because I used to get on stage all the time, hammered when I first started comedy. Yeah. I was fucking wasted all the time. I had to relearn how to do stand up when I got sober. Really? Yeah, because I was so used to being drunk on stage all the time. Right. I actually like. I think, and I think this speaks a lot, like you and there's other comics that I, I know and like, I mean, it's most of the comics, but being on stage sober, there's almost something uh, vulnerable about it. Right. Because I know I've hung out with you when you've been drinking, like at the stand and stuff. And then I've also hung out with you when you're sober. And I think there's something so I don't precious, I guess, something so like innocent about you getting on stage and being like, ah. Because uh, yeah. you can like feel the stress and the anxiety and stuff, and I like that. Yeah, people say that about me, but it's weird because inside I don't feel that. But people are like, "There's like something about you that I want to root for you on stage," and I'm like, "I you so you don't feel anxious when you're on stage? That's just no." But now because I mean, it comes I'll... across like a, a lot of your clips and your reels and stuff, it comes across almost like you're like ah. Yeah, I mean now I definitely play into it because I know it gets okay, a laugh. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't really generally I don't feel. And especially like abroad, I'm so comfortable. I'm not yeah. like if if I I bomb there so many times that I don't even care. But I think that's just like my demeanor. People just assume I'm okay. nervous or something. Yeah, because you have that that demeanor when you're on stage. Yeah. So I I couldn't imagine how you'd be if you were like a little drunk. You'd just be fucking letting it fly. Right. Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> so also, but that also helps. Like when I like hit on, hit on a girl on stage, like yeah. with the meet this demeanor, it gets a laugh because when I'm like, oh, what's up? When I'm bang you or whatever it's like an instant laugh because they're like oh that didn't fit with yeah the personality so but you I'm, actually mean it you want to bang i mean i never not actually but I, it, that's just like a save if i'm bombing i'll be like i'm horny and then people are like it just they laugh at that for whatever reason i don't know what i'm talking about because <laughs> they're like yeah obviously you're horny look at you yeah you can't get laid you fucking you have been laid before though right one time it felt good okay no, I I have sex sometimes. It feels good. It's real. See, it's this. It's this. Yeah, exactly that, what you're doing right was, now. I just went into a bit mode right there. Yeah. Right on stage mode. And that's why people are always cheering for you. Yeah. As a joke, I go, uh, I had a girlfriend once. She was real. And like everyone laughs at that. And then I'm like, it, it kind of hurts because you guys don't believe it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just whatever. You just like, keep going with it. Like, yeah. no, like she, don't laugh. Like, this isn't a joke. I'm yeah. telling you, I had a real girlfriend. She existed. And one time I was on She I, just went to a different school. That's, did, did I have a clip where. That's the, I, yeah, I think okay. I heard that. Yeah, thing, yeah. Cause I'm like, oh, I, she has Instagram. I can show you. Then I went to do a bin. Someone was like, show the Instagram. And I was like, oh, the Instagram, uh, she went to a different school. And that was like the loudest laugh I've ever gotten. Really? Yeah. On the clip, you can't hear it as much, but I was like, oh, it was crazy. Dude, that's so awesome. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> so any other shenanigans you've been getting into lately? Uh, we came on to full disclosure to the listeners. Uh, you came on no notes. You were just like, what did we talk about last time? And let's talk about something new. Yeah. And we almost filled the whole hour with nothing. Yeah. How just, oh, there's a time right there? Yeah. We're going to go to uh, 105 just to make sure we get close to the hour. Okay, cool. Uh, what else? 
Wait, I had some notes. Have you? Oh, okay. You did I bring guess, notes. I guess I just. Have you done any illicit drugs lately? Cocaine, mushrooms, anything like that? Uh, have no. you ever done cocaine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have? Well, you said, oh, yeah, like you've done it all the time. I I think my dad will be listening to this. All so. right. Well, Mr. Lewis, cover your ears. So, Cody, let's talk about this. Right. I've done, I, I've done it a few times back, a few years back. Okay. Yeah. What was the driving force behind that? You just wanted to try just it? Just like or? in college, my friends liked it or had okay. it. Okay. Well, that was the thing. And I, I think, um, yeah, I've obviously told this story before, but it was weird going from like, because I was straight edge through most of high school, mm. not by choice, but Same. I didn't, I didn't have friends, so I didn't know like. Okay, that got sad. <laughs> but hey, the scars come from somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, baby? I feel you. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> but um, so I was straight edge for a long time, and then I remember I started drinking my senior year, and I was like, oh, this is awesome! Like my anxiety went away. Like I love this, right, and right. then. It took a few more years for me to develop into an alcoholic, but I remember my freshman year getting to college and I was playing college football and I had met some friends, one of which I went to high school with, same graduating class, never never knew her because I went to such a big high school. And so we ended up becoming fast friends because it's like, oh, we went to Spruce Creek together, you know, right. go, go Hawks. Um, and I remember she would do cocaine. And the first time I saw it, it was like a fucking movie scene. Right. And I was like... So that's it? Like, that's what it is? Yeah. Like, that's the fucking, say hello to my little friend. Like, that's it right there? Yeah. And seeing it, I was, like, scared of it. I was so scared. And then fast forward, like, two years, and I was like, well, let me just try it. Like, I'm not playing football anymore. I'm getting drunk all the time. Let me just try it. And I tried it, and I was like, I like this. Yeah. Like, I I really like this because it it would, like, I would get so drunk. At at that point, I was an alcoholic, and I'd get so fucked up that I couldn't function. And then i you know, do a couple of zippity-doo-dahs, and I'm fucking back back. out there. I'm back. What I would always say about it, too, is, like, like when you first start drinking, it's like every time you drink, it's the best night ever. Yeah. And then it gets to a point where sometimes you get, especially, like, in college, you would get drunk, and you're like, this is not fun. And I always felt like the cocaine would like guarantee you okay, have, you yeah. have that fun night. It was Even like a safety it, net. Like if yeah. you're like, this is kind of fucking lame. Let's turn it up a notch. Yeah. Like which, Emerald. Bam. <laughs> which is not a good way to look at it. And if, if anyone's have never tried it, don't. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. It's horrible. It's really bad. <laughs> we're, we're winking at each other. No, it's uh, but anyway, so that, yeah, that's why it was just like gets you going. Yeah. And, but because people have like this, the movie stereotype where they're like, Sucking lines and talking business. Yeah, like I grinding mean, I, their I teeth. That, and does, that happen. does happen, especially at my restaurant. And people go to the bathroom during business meetings constantly. Yo, one time I was at the Standard uh, Hotel. Yeah, in, oh, in, I'm uh, in the Standard, yeah. In Chelsea. and uh, Wait, was, why were you at the Standard? Because, well, I used to go there to drink sometimes, but I was just, I was walking around You the would city. just go to the hotel bar? Of no, this, there's, like... there's a beer garden right there. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like a pop-in place, but uh, I was actually yeah, just- Yeah, because the is a nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. But they have an awesome beer garden. It's like the fratish douche, douchey place, but I was uh, just walking by and I had a piece. So I was like, I'll go in there. And I go downstairs where the bathroom is, and there's a fucking line of like 20 guys. And I'm like, dude, it was a men's bathroom. I'd never seen this. And they're all like, dude, the fucking urinal's open. And I, and I go, and the urinals are open, and it's just fucking guys going two by two. To do coke. To do coke. But it was literally a line, like, out the door around that's the corner. Hilarious. And I'm like, that's fucking, that's wild. <laughs> and they, that's like, if you've been there, that's the crowd. It's all finance guys. Yeah. It's fucking Saturday, midday. They're just fucking. It's weird, the finance culture, because, you know, us being artists, and I hang around with a lot of creatives and stuff. I forget sometimes that New York is the finance capital of the world. Right. Because it's bananas. Like some of these guests we have in the restaurant or some people you see at comedy shows and you're like, why are you here? 
Like this isn't for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, like your brain doesn't itself, work this right? way. Like, well, yeah, like I mean, just comedy. Just like yeah, comedy. Because I mean, obviously, the city is built for them. I mean, the city right. was designed for finance people. But like when I see them at shows, I look and I just go. Like you don't have a sense of humor. Like you're not an emo. You know what I mean? Like right. you're a tool. You're <laughs> literally not even like oh you're a tool bag. Like you are literally a tool in the cog of this corporate machine right. to just generate wealth for yourself and others. Like you don't understand what we're doing here. Yeah. So kindly leave. Right. That's what I think. <laughs> right. Right. I would never say that, but it just blows my mind because I'm around so many like super creative, like just genius individuals, and then I see these like. Fucking pump the numbers, dude. Pump the numbers, yeah, yeah. those guys. And it's like, ugh. Right. I feel like in New York, I don't even really interact because like, I'm in, I live in Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, they're around and then I do the comedy. And so it's like- I, You never even, unless you're on a show that they're seeing, you don't really cross paths yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah. So that's why even like when I think in New York and there's finance guys, people are like moved there to do finance. Move yeah. here to do finance. People move finance, here to do like, finance. But what? we're not in those areas because that's yeah. like downtown Wall Street. Friday, that, And we're not, yeah, yeah. We, we're, we don't go near those areas unless right. we have to. But to use the bathroom. Yeah, just to use the bathroom. Buy some cocaine in the cell, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Do you have anything else? We got a couple minutes left. Do you have anything else in your notes you uh, want to talk about? No. Should I say about Tori Cole? Match oh, yeah. Yeah, we've story? got enough time. Let's do that one. Okay, I'll just say real quick. Good, good memory. We matched on Hinge. Why? Like, she How? Liked, she liked me. And so was I, this when you guys were both doing comedy? You knew each other? Yeah, we knew each other, and but I wasn't good friends with her yet. Yeah. So I was like, so she liked me, and so we're going back and forth, and I was like, it wasn't like we're friends enough, so I had I wanted to like. You establish. knew she did comedy though. Yeah, yeah. I knew I I like talked to her a few times. Okay, okay. So yeah, when she matched me, I was like, oh, I see her all the time. Yeah. And uh, but I just wanted to like establish, oh, you know, this is not going anywhere. You so, just want to bang. No, I didn't even want to bang. I just she did it as a joke. Oh, okay. So she did it as a joke, but I was thought maybe she actually wanted it. Oh, I got it. I got yeah, it. I got so it, then I, so we she were, thought, oh, this would be hilarious. Yeah. Let me match with Cody. But then I got freaked out and we were like going back and forth and that uh, just like little witty banter. And then, yeah. I, I, then I was like, hey, just to be clear, I we're just friends. Or like said something yeah. like that. And then she was Unmatched. like, yeah, no, she didn't match, but she now, she actually had, did a joke on stage about that. Like when I'm hosting where she, she's like, well, I didn't want to have sex with you and now I don't even want to be friends with you. <laughs> Which is very funny, but uh, yeah, because I just look like a dickhead. But I, but I, I put myself in those situations before. Yeah. So I was like, want to be clear. I'm like, no, this is not. I don't want anything out of this. But then I just look like a. There are head. some comics now that I'm like, I never thought about it, but now that I'm single, I'm like, oh yeah, what's up? Oh, there's some out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and just some of the stuff they talk about on stage, it's like you know, I have a lot in common. You know, they like getting fucked, and you like fucking. That's, yeah. That is not what I said. What Don't put mean? words in my mouth, but some of them talk about being littles. Yeah, they're like, I like medium-sized cocks, and you're like, what? <laughs> what did you say? Me. I have. Okay. <laughs> Plug everything one more time, Cody. <laughs> okay, I got hell yeah comedy. Just follow us. Come to our show. We do free shots. Uh, super fun. I on Cody Lewis Comedy on Instagram. I have a podcast coming out. Outstanding individuals, and uh, that's it. If I'm single, what's up? <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. At Brennan T Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. Keep your eyes out for the one man show that will be released on Patreon, and then a couple weeks later, we'll put that out for everybody on YouTube. Final edit coming soon, and then uh, subscribe on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Brennan We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>